This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Larry Wallerstein is the, uh, the dean and founder of, uh, of Arnavo. You all know him. I feel like if it wasn't a Sephardi rabbi that popped up a meaningful minute or Torah Anytime, then it was uh, Rabbi Wallerstein, um, including the tears of the Shalom Aleichem. You know, yes, I get to watch him from time to time about the Malachim who didn't follow us home from Shul. But uh, Rabbi Wallerstein, as things begin to uh, get a little better, Bez Hashem, it's a real schuss to have you on as well uh, for this program. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. It's a, it's a very big honor. And um, I have to tell you that when I first heard about daily, daily giving, a dollar a day, I was like, ah, how's that going to make like a, how's that going to make a huge difference? And I was just thinking about that um, now, of course, it's the time Rabbi Akiva and he lost 24,000 students. We learned a lot from Rabbi Akiva. And the whole story, Rabbi Akiva, was that um, he was sitting by a rock. He was a shepherd. And he's sitting by a rock and he's watching this water drip on the rock very slowly. Everyone knows the story. And um, it makes a hole in the rock. And he, he was thinking the whole time. And we know the first 40 years of his life, he didn't get along with Tami Dechachamim at all. Um, he didn't learn a word. He didn't even know the Aleph Beis at 40 years old. And he's thinking, I can't make such a major change. It's just, just, it's just too much. It's not going to happen. And he realized that you don't need to make a major change. That, you know, it just happened very, very slowly. And there was this hole in the rock. I think if some guy would have come by with a jackhammer and made a hole in the rock, it wouldn't, it, he would have said, I, I'm not a jackhammer. I can't do it. So that's really what changed him was that he saw that it just happened very, very slowly. But in the end, with a huge hole in the rock, he said, you know what, I can do this. I can learn the Aleph base. He didn't know where it was going to take him, but he ended up becoming, um, he ended up becoming Rabbi Akiva. So this, this whole concept of, of small steps, little steps, um, ending up becoming very big, I shouldn't have been so surprised when I heard about it that, um, that a dollar a day, and I, I know there are over 2,000 right now, 2,000 people giving a dollar a day, and um, you're looking for 18,000, which is, which is supporting, it's not supporting one yeshiva, it's supporting many, many, many different um, organizations, and uh, it's a brilliant idea. We weren't looking for this virus, but everyone's home, and in shul, anyone who went to shul, we all know, the guys come around collecting. Even if you gave a quarter to each guy, it's going to cost you more than a Definitely more than a dollar a day, that's for sure. And um, so, yes, it's small little increments, it's small little steps, but it um, has a very, very, very you know, huge effect. Even between between um, Pesach and Shavuos, so they're, they're, it starts off with Chesed, the, the foundation of Malchus, which is 49 days later, which is the beginning of the Torah, foundation of it is the first day is called Chesed Shabbat Chesed. And... Um, we know that from that, that the foundation of Malchus, Rus, Dona Melech, Mashiach, the whole foundation of the Malchus, of the Kala, on Shavuos, getting married to Kersh Baruch, who was the Chassan, was, um, was all started with Chesed Shebechesed. The foundation of Malchus and Netzach and Teferis and Hoid and Yisoyed, all of that has to start with Chesed. And you see the same idea. Every day from Pesach till Shavuos, from when we get engaged to Hashem till we get married to Hashem, there are 49 steps. You can't go from Pesach to Shavuos, Pesach, and the next day is Shavuos. It doesn't work. Christ will have to be in the middle for 40 years. It's steps, little steps. And that, therefore, we have 49 different combinations, 
all these different combinations until we get to Machashibamachas. So this concept, um, which is not, how would I say, an American concept, we're, we're into, like, you got to win the Super Bowl. You got you to, you know, you got to make the big deal. In America, we think like it's a big deal, and we don't realize that um, you can really get to the big deal, and it's much stronger um, if you if you go step by step. So I'm 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 really amazed at the work these guys are doing, and um, everybody has to be part of this. And it's 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 a dollar a day. It's not it's not gonna you're not gonna even feel it, and um, you're gonna be doing something amazing. It's why I tell you a really fast story uh, on the, on the idea of chesed altogether. So um, there was this this I always tell stories of kings. There was this king, and he had um, he had a Jewish rabbi that he was very close to, and he had like this head of the idol worshippers, who he was also very very close to, and um, the idol worshipper, the priest of the idol worshippers, kept trying to get the king to not have anything to do with the Jews, and he said that you know the, the Jews bring up their children, their children are like they're not they're not well behaved, they're like highest, you know, like like animals in the street, they're like wild, and the, our children, they're so well brought up. I don't think the king should, should finance, should, you know, help the Jewish people anymore. So the king says, really? You think the Jewish kids are not on that level? Okay, you know what? We're going to do a test. We're going to make a test. So he invites the rabbi and the, and the idol worshiper priest. Um, they're, they're upstairs behind this, like, window to watch. And he sets up, he sets up in a room a table um, pretty narrow table. I mean, not so narrow. Let's say about six, eight feet wide. And he puts on the table on each side ten bowls of soup and ten bowls of soup with a matzo ball and some noodles in it. And and um, he calls in the idol worshiper kids, twenty kids. He says, "Here's here's the deal. This is what you got to do. You got to take this spoon. The spoon, the spoon was about six feet long, so it was taller than all these kids. He says, you got to take the spoon." And eat the soup without spilling it. And the most kids that can do that, we'll see, you know, who can, who the Jews will be cleaner, will get it all into their mouth, or the idol worshiper kids will go. Okay, so they close the door, and then the kids are like, they're taking the spoon, it's six feet tall. They can't get it into their mouth. Like, this king is crazy. Like, what is he trying to do over here? And they, they're, trying to, they're trying to put the spoon in their mouth, and it's not going. It's all over their shirts and everything. Finally, they realize, like, this whole thing is ridiculous. And... They, they start a food fight, and they're throwing matzo balls across the room and noodles across the room and spoons and soup. There's noodles, soup, everything is all over the place. And the rabbi's watching, and the, the priest of the idol worshippers are watching, and the king's watching. And the rabbi's like, I, I never saw, like, how do you expect these kids, how, how do you expect them to do that? And the idol worshippers like, well, king, what kind of test is this? He says, okay, 20 minutes later, place is full of noodles and everything. Kids are all soaked from head to toe. He says, okay, go home, bye. Kids all leave. Clean up the whole room, put out 10 and 10, call the Jewish kids in. The Jewish kids sit down. King says, listen, here's the deal. You got to take the six-foot spoon, and you got to get as much soup as you can without spilling. He closes the door, and you got these 10 Jewish kids and 10 Jewish kids, and each one has a ball in front of them, and they're six feet apart, and their spoon is six feet. And they look at each other, and it's like, this is the silliest test I've ever heard of. And this is so easy. And the kid takes the spoon, puts it into the soup, and gives it to the kid across the table. And he eats it, and he does the same to him. They don't spill a noodle. 
They don't spill a matzo ball. They don't spill anything. And the king is watching, and the idol worshiper is like, he's dying. The priest, he's going, he's dying. And the rabbi is sitting there, and the king says, wow. Wow. They didn't spill one drop. He said, I don't understand. The other kids, look what happened. They had a food fight. And you Jewish kids over here, like, it wasn't even a test for them. Rabbi, do you teach this in school? He says, let me tell you something about Jewish kids and about the Jewish people. We learn from very young, we're the children of, we're the children of Abraham, who was very big in, in kindness. We learn from very young not to, look at your, not to look at your plate, but to make sure the guy across from the table has something in his plate. It's not about what you have in your plate. It's about what the other person has. And then make sure that he gets before you even get. So automatically, when they sat down, they didn't look at the bowl in front of them. They looked at the bowl of the person across. So that's a Jew. And therefore, what, what they, dailygiving.org is just saying is like, we're not even asking you for like a lot of money. We're just asking you to look at the, all these different organizations that help Jews in every single Everything, everything, everybody, helping everybody. And just look across the table and give a dollar. And that's who we are. It's not even a hard thing. What do you say, Yossi? <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable, Rebbe. And, and anyone who knows the Rav, anyone who knows Rabbi Wallace, knows that he's the pioneer in anything. And if he's endorsing this, that means that he hops, that this is where the world is moving ahead. The Rav has been... I don't need to tell the Tzibur. The Rav has been in over 30 years in, in Chinuch and in education, always pioneering the next thing that people didn't think of, that people were scared to go into, and always with tremendous Hatzlacha, because the Rav is L'Shem Shemaim, and he sees things in a clear way. And the fact that the Rav is backing this up, I think that itself gives people the Chizik to understand that this is going to be the new wave of Tzedak, of Am Yisrael uniting together to really... Our koach is, is in our unity, is in our togetherness to be mashpi on so many different organizations. So big yeshakoyach. Thank you. You guys are you're amazing. Really, I, I learned from this because I'm also into the like the big move, the big change. And that's not, it doesn't that doesn't last. It doesn't last. It's great. It's like a boom. It doesn't last. But something like like Rabbi Akiva saw little by little by little by little. Yeah, yeah. This could be forever because everybody. You want eighteen thousand people? You, sh- you should have a hundred thousand. Why can't you? Like, you should have a hundred thousand people giving a dollar a day to each person. Doesn't make a difference. You're getting a hundred thousand dollars a day. It's a brilliant idea. Rabbi Wallstein, he was feeling good about himself about eighteen thousand, and now he's ready. Now that he's in the dumps, you know, we can we can let him continue. You know, right? Took <laughs> him to a hundred thousand. Right. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, big, man. It's not good. I'm always thinking big, but actually. This little bit, little bit, little bit ends up becoming very, very big. So, yeah, Shukaya Bari Wallace, we really appreciate it. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.